0: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 46. I'm your host, Alejandro, joined as always by... Riley. Yo, Riley. Today's a special episode. Do you know what today is? Today is a Thursday. Is it Thursday already? It is Thursday. That's crazy. So, I guess we'll need to hurry up and finish recording this and and, uh, put it out because this comes out tomorrow when you're listening to it right now, Friday. Sir. uh, but this week is special because, uh, this marks on the calendar our one year anniversary of starting the podcast Woo! a whole year. Did you think that we would be doing this for essentially 95% of the year? You know, we missed a couple episodes here and there. Did you really think we'd, uh, we get this far?
1: No, I mean, it doesn't feel like it's been a year.
0: That's, that's the crazy part to me. Uh, but yeah, just the fact that we stuck with it. Dude, it's crazy to me that. It's these episodes are going out and people are listening to them. This isn't just something we've been like working on for a year and like, okay, maybe we'll release it one day. It's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we all said yes and we're like, let's do it. Yeah. And um yeah, we've been doing it for a year. That's crazy. Uh we wow. What did, what would we ta- what did we talk about on that first episode? It was uh the four star recruit episode. Yes. We talked about your basketball career in high school. Yeah, my you know, star basketball career. Which it, sad, it tragically ended. But. Tragically ended when the car flipped into the ravine, snapping both of your femurs. I mean, it was, yeah, crazy incident. A complete femur replacement. It was, uh, never before seen surgery. Crazy.
1: Yeah. And you know, the fact that I'm, I could still dunk, you know, but you know, I just, it's the long periods of dunking that I can't really do anymore.
0: I totally understand you. You know, it, it takes, it takes a lot out of you. It does. Um, but yeah, we've been doing this for a whole year and, uh, it's crazy because we, we talked a little behind the scenes here. We, we talked about this podcast for how long now? We've talked about it for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, we used to, so we, me and Riley used to work together and we would just have a lot of witty banter because, you know, we were working, it's like boring out there. And so it's nice to work with someone that you can like communicate with and you can talk to. And um, we would just always have really funny conversations and it was really entertaining and it made the time go by faster. And we thought, oh, that's so funny, like, we just need to find a day where we just take our phones out and we record just some of the, even if it's a couple minutes of just some of the stuff we talk about. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know what your thoughts were were on it with starting the podcast.
1: I don't know, I mean, it was, you know, you talk with your friends about, oh, we should start a fucking podcast, it'd be fun. Then you never do. This was the one time we actually, you know, I, we went to the bar, remember, to, you know, discuss the starting of it. <laughs>
0: And then brought noah in and it became a thing dude yeah that that actually is a, a crazy story do we ever talk about how we brought noah in uh
1: uh maybe i don't know it's been a year i don't know
0: about yeah true <laughs> true so i guess um so if this happened to be your first episode like, hey welcome thanks for finding us uh you get a little bit of like some background history um about us i guess a little bit uh, before we get into some of the music we want to talk about today um just kind of looking back at the one year uh, that we've had. Uh, but yeah, we, we sat down at the bar, we hashed out everything we were going to do. And then we just, uh, just communicated, kept talking back and forth, back and forth. And, and we finally like set a day in time where we're like, all right, we're we're going to get together. We're going to record. And prior to that, we really didn't have a plan actually recording. Like I had a couple like shitty microphones that I got off of Amazon and that was kind of going to be the whole thing. It's like, yeah, we just, you know, we record these two microphones. It's fine. Whatever but literally like that week um you had invited me out to go to the bar um and your friend there your friend was there noah and uh we had met one time prior just like in passing just like hey what's up hello and so we actually got a chance to talk to noah we told him about the podcast we're like yeah we're gonna record like later that week or something and he was like, well, I, I do some like audio stuff. Like if you guys need someone, I'm like, immediately I was like, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, sign this guy up right now. Like we we need him. And uh, he came on over and uh, I think the rest, the rest is history at that the point. The rest
1: is history. Yeah. As, as they say in Hollywood, you know, <laughs> I And mean, we're becoming a Hollywood production, basically. And if you look at our setup, I know you guys can't see it, but, you know, it's a real studio here. I mean, we got, you know, sound booth and everything, you know, we have, uh, it's not Noah anymore, but there is an Asian, you know, back there. He doing all the sound production stuff. He's us, on the ones so. and twos. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, yeah, it was, it's crazy how this all came together. Um, we're thankful for all of you who do listen and uh, have been listening and everything. Uh, thank you. It really means a lot, uh, that you'd listen to, uh, to idiots talk about sports and movies and TV and music and all the weird stuff we talk about. Yeah. Um, but today we, we've got some albums we want to talk about today for sure. Uh, but there's, there's always points where it's like, I never know where we're going to take conversations. Um, today could be a move. I think today, uh, I want to get into some movies too. I've been watching movies lately, just kind of like mixing it up because I don't normally watch movies. Um, but you had mentioned, uh, before, uh, you've got an album you want to talk about. I want to see if you want to yes. get into it.
1: Yeah. Um, Zach Bryan finally dropped a long awaited album, American Heartbreak, uh his first studio album. Uh so I was very curious how that so his first two albums that he released, they just kinda did a had a makeshift studio in a barn where, you know, their their soundproof their soundproofing was just mat like old mattresses that they put up on the walls. Um so it kinda it was a very lo fi album or albums. Love it. Uh, yeah. So that, that kinda gave him his signature sound. So it was very very interesting to see what his studio is going to sound like uh it's a fantastic album 34 songs 2 hours long so it's you know you got to sit down for a while um i there i have not found a bad song on it yet uh i still don't think i've listened to every song multiple times uh just I, you know there's a few on there that i keep going back to heavy eyes is great uh, I'd say that's probably my favorite song off the album, but yeah, through and through, very solid album. Uh, I, you know, we'll see what kind of uh, airtime it gets, but it could be uh, a Grammy-nominated country album. Uh, you know, we'll see how it, how it goes, but very good album.
0: No, that it—that sounds awesome, man. You know, um, it. You said "Heavy Eyes" was one of the tracks you had mentioned. Is there are a couple more. Uh, that really stand out to you that I should probably uh, check out or if anyone uh, else to check out?
1: Silberside is Sorry, another very good one. Uh, there's one on there, it's called If She Wants a Cowboy and it's just kind of a fun song about, you know, talking, you know, if she, want, if she wants a cowboy, I'll be a cowboy, if she wants this, whatever. You know, it's not a serious song, but that's a fun one. 68 Fastback, uh, that one's very good. Happy Instead, I'll say. Those are some of the highlights on that album
0: dude awesome so no yeah so um i know when riley recommends to me country songs or country music i'm not a huge country music fan but i trust every recommendation he gives me um because he's got a good sense of of like my style and everything um and like what i like to listen to and so uh definitely check out those tracks um i'm definitely gonna uh check them out i'm gonna put them in the playlist as well um so it's it's easy for y'all to find them but I'm super excited to check it out. No, it's uh, I know he's going to be at ACL. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, weekend one. Yeah. But, so I know you want to see him. Um, we're going to keep an eye out for those late night shows that hopefully in another, maybe next month, they should release the day-by-day schedule as well as the late night shows for ACL. Take a look. Hopefully he's playing one of them or yeah. uh, the such. And uh, maybe we do get a chance to see him.
1: So uh, me and... Uh mr brock are seeing him saturday oh really yeah so he's opening for willie nelson at whitewater oh, dude, we're gonna go see yeah
0: dude that's awesome that'll be fun
1: i was so i kind of wanted to also go tomorrow night charlie crockett's opening for willie uh oh dude that'd be lit so i wanted to go to that but time frame and money wise wouldn't work so yeah, but no, yeah so I, saturday I, get to see zach bryan that'll be fun
0: Dude, no, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you're gonna see because I, yeah, I was kind of sad about that for you because I was like, "God oh, damn, man!" He's been talking about that right. He's been yeah. talking about him so much leading up to that lineup release to see he wasn't gonna be on our weekend. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, man, that's like that's like the guy." Um, but uh, that's good. You're gonna be able to see him though, uh, which is exciting. I can't yeah. wait to hear about the concert, especially Willie Nelson. You know,
1: I'm very curious. I mean, Willie's I think 92 years old, so i you know I don't expect much out of him. It's just cool to go see. It's a living legend. You know, one of the the last of that breed, I think. So,
0: no, yeah, it's it's one of those that um, I know. I keep saying I'm going to go see him, and uh, I just need to to make the time and, and get on out there because yeah. I know it's uh it's one of those things where you, you get up in age, you know. Um, I just heard today, actually, uh, Depeche Mode, one of my favorite bands from the '80s. Uh, one of their uh, main three guys uh, passed away. Oh shit! So that's really unfortunate um and so uh just really sad to hear um but uh yeah a lot of these bands from the 80s uh i know in october i'm gonna go see new order in chicago and uh i told my mom like you know i i hope everything goes well we get there and, and the show's good uh because this will probably be the last time we see new order they're yeah. just at that age where it's like i don't think they're gonna do another tour yeah this could be it so um it's kind of sad thinking about um artists you love and you grew up listening to uh, know that they may not be around that much longer oh it's very sad yeah because it's like because you only take it for granted you hear songs on the radio it's you know young new artists and it's like oh if they got a popular song on the radio maybe they got an album coming out or an album just came out they're probably gonna go on tour and it's like oh you don't get them this sort, you get them on the next one mm-hmm. and uh, you, you take uh, some of those things for granted sometimes I um, guess
1: you know talking about deaths Ray Liotta
0: just died today really Uh, yeah i did not see that i have not been on twitter today uh yeah he
1: was i guess in the middle of filming a movie or something and then just died in his sleep
0: whoa 67 years old damn no that's that's oh man he's such such a good actor yeah i mean Um, uh, yeah one of the best yeah no man that's man i yeah this is the first i'm hearing about that man it's really unfortunate um we've had we've had a, a, a lot of deaths in the news lately um And um, yeah, it's just been uh, kind of depressing this week. Like, every time you look at the news, it seems like it's always something bad. Um, Honestly, I'm really trying to pick out some good, positive stories from the week. One, so I guess, so it's
1: Norm MacDonald, who passed away a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has a special coming out soon that he recorded before he died. He knew, I think, he was on on the outs. Uh, So he decided to record one last special. Uh, And I'm very curious what it's going to be. Because he didn't hold back when he was alive. So he knew that he was dying and he, you know, he, he couldn't have, uh, I don't think he held anything back.
0: No. Yeah. I think that's such a baller fucking thing is that like, you know, you're at the, the end of your career, the end of your life and you're just like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to get judged for this. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make this, it'll come out, you know, uh, after I pass and so he just fucking gets yeah. to say his mind. He literally comedian unlocked right oh, yeah. there. Um that's gonna be awesome to see. Oh
1: yeah. And then Ricky Gervais just released a special as well, uh, the other day. Fantastic special. And he's definitely getting in trouble for it, but he doesn't <laughs> give a shit. So
0: <laughs> Do you think uh, do you think comedians ever um go on tour, you know, they get all the footage together and they go, Okay, this is the show that we're gonna pick, that we're gonna we're gonna pull uh we're gonna use for the special do you think they ever just like you know what between minute seven and minute nine uh ten that joke didn't hit let's go ahead and just cut that part probably and
1: i know ricky gervais in this special he had a few jokes where he was like i I can't put this special he was but then at the end he was like fuck it netflix already bought it (laughs) it
0: doesn't matter (laughs) um Cause what's it called? Cause I know we we've, we've gone to go see comedians before, and they'll do material, they'll test material out, or they'll yeah. throw material out. They know it's not it's not they're not being recorded or filmed or whatever. Let's just test some jokes. And so uh, yeah, I know normally that, but they usually tell you when you're at a you know uh, a show that is being filmed. Yeah. Um. So because you know that you know uh, they may hold back some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm ever curious if someone went ahead and just like, fuck it, we're going to roll with this joke and then realize it just didn't hit.
1: I'm sure. <laughs> and especially there, cause they'll usually, when they're filming their special, they'll be there for a few nights. That way they can get footage from multiple nights. If something lands better on one night, then they'll put that one in instead. Uh, I, I mean, I know, uh, Eddie Murphy when he did raw, I mean, that was, multiple nights multiple cities uh i mean yeah they'll they'll cut things in and out from yeah. different shows and whatnot
0: no that's um no i'm super excited to see these new specials i haven't really watched uh, a comedy special in quite some time um but um no dude i can't wait really to check those out i know you had, you attacked us earlier in the week about the Ricky gervais one and it's really, i think you, your words were the first 10 minutes of his special are the funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh, yeah.
1: It's some uh, some amazing material that, again, he's getting in trouble for it, right? A lot of people are hating it and canceling Netflix subscriptions because of it.
0: I think they're canceling it for other reasons, but, you know, I'm sure it's not helping. Well, yeah. no, there's
1: <laughs> many people on Twitter specifically saying that Ricky Gervais made them cancel their Netflix Jesus.
0: subscription. Jesus. <laughs> Netflix has not been good. Like... like they have not been in a good place financially and in no. just the the um what's the word I'm looking for? Um oh man, it's the general consciousness of the community, it's there's a term for it. It's a um
1: mob mentality. <laughs>
0: like, no. Uh but uh I'll think of it eventually. But yeah. like they just haven't been uh in a good place in people's minds. No.
1: Well um, and it's I mean they haven't been putting out great materials I think, uh, I mean, obviously Dave Chappelle and now Ricky Gervais, uh, they're both very controversial figures in comedy. So that's not helping the division. Uh, yeah, like you said, financially. I mean, it's just it's We're in a recession, so it's hard for people to. Uh, what's the fucking word I'm thinking of now?
0: <laughs> Do you were struggling today? It's been a long week. It has been. <laughs>
1: It's hard to justify, I guess, spending yeah. an extra, you know, 15 plus dollars a month when, you know, gas is at $5 a gallon.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is that, like, Netflix has been in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. Like, they reported that they've had their first big loss of subscribers uh, in in their history. Um, they talked about how, you know, no more sharing of passwords. If you do that, we're just going to ban you. Yeah. Um, it, they keep moving the prices up. They're not putting out enough, enough volume of shows. Like mm-hmm. they're putting out like the, the quality to volume ratio is just not there right now yeah. They're Yes. They're getting a lot of shows, but the quality overall is just not there anymore. Um, we're also seeing people getting their shows canceled. Reading shows that people got excited, got greenlit and now they're getting canceled. Cause never, yeah, it,
1: it's, I mean, very exciting shows that people watch that they're just like, Oh, we didn't renew it. And, I think they're banking on Stranger Things season four being a fucking banger. Yeah, which I hope it is. I love Stranger Things, but yeah, they're they're I think a, a few more bad moves away from just not being a thing anymore. I mean, you have so many streaming services that are doing so well right now. Uh, uh, it just it's hard for people to justify Netflix over like a Hulu or Paramount or whatnot because they have actual good movies and shit that people want to watch
0: no uh, uh, a point that i um i learned today as i was listening to a podcast and they talked about netflix as well um and how one of the guys had had argued that possibly the warner acquisition um by at&t and so the hbo has all the warner stuff now yeah um was a big factor in a lot of these shows getting canceled specifically like the cw shows because those shows were staying alive not on the U.S. audience, but on the international audience. Yeah. The international audience was really providing a lot of viewership. Now they're not on Netflix anymore. They're on another platform mm-hmm. that hurts uh, those shows. Now they don't have the funding. They need to keep going. Yeah. They're having to cancel them. I
1: know um, and, and Disney Plus growing as much as it has. That hurts because that's a the whole company that you now. I mean, Disney movies are huge. You don't have those
0: anymore. They have the uh, three. Uh, Disney has the three biggest franchises right now, yeah. um, in uh, in media, uh, in visual media. It, you know, with Disney itself and all the properties that come underneath it, Marvel and all the movies and 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 stuff that goes on with Marvel yeah. and Star Wars. <laughs> that that right there. I know Star Wars has the least volume-wise of content. But a franchise as a whole is, is, yeah. is it's ma- it's a massive franchise. Um, so, yeah, Disney Plus is really, like, it seems like the most, like, worth your money if you're looking for content. You're everything good on there. It's mm-hmm. all nostalgic, all solid. You got all the
1: parts of the Caribbean's on there.
0: Mm-hmm. What else do you need? Um, on the flip side, though, we talk about how there's a large volume of stuff com- still coming on Netflix, but the quality's gone down the reverse of that super low volume high quality uh is apple plus i apple, keep hearing yep. people talk about severance uh nonstop like that's the show right now uh that really people are going crazy about before that we had um ted lasso ted lasso is great love it uh and we have a couple other shows the morning show up. i know
1: is on there as
0: well that's yep. a great show
1: yeah no they apple plus is doing great paramount's got some great uh originals 1902 or whatever is on there yeah so whatever the fuck it's called I still haven't watched it uh, <coughs> fucking yeah yeah Netflix is just don't you know they're,
0: they're almost the next fucking blockbuster where nope. they just made the wrong moves They're probably, dude, they keep putting out these fucking bullshit shows, and that's what pisses me off. It's just like no one wants to watch a show where they're trying to figure out if it's cake or not. Like, I look, I love Mikey Day, but, like, this is like a funny TikTok uh, like as an idea, but y'all made it into a full fucking show. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, the other day, so I actually watched a show the other day. Uh, Let me get all my thoughts together. That I absolutely loved. It is not exactly, I would say, perfectly my cup of tea, but I know there's a niche for it, and it's fantastic. So Great British Baking Show. What is the concept of that show?
1: We bake. I I don't know, I've never watched it. Oh, you've never
0: watched Great British Baking Show? No. Okay, so the concept is you have, you know, all your contestants, they're home bakers, they're not professional bakers, they have their own lives and careers, but they really enjoy baking on the side. And so they, um, you know, enter into to be one of the contestants and they pick their, I believe 12, they start off with contestants. And every episode, they have like a technical challenge where, okay, you have to prove to us how technically good you are uh, making this specific dish like we need 36 macaroons and we want these colors or whatever yeah. and you're not you're not trying to put your own flair on it your own creative spin you are just trying to make 36 perfect of this item then there's the other challenge where it's like okay we're going to give you a, a, a dish and you put your own flair and spin on it and be like oh we're going to do just a angel food cake but you get to do all oh, whatever crazy thing you want with the angel food cake so that's the concept of the show. And then at, every week, someone gets kicked off, and someone's named Star Baker is the number one person. And uh, there's no prize for that. You're just Baker of the Week. Yeah. Um, they took that same exact fucking idea, kept it in the same country, and did it with pottery. And so you have 12 amateur potters coming in being like, oh, fuck, we got to make a bowl today, guys. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to make 12 bowls. I'm going to try to do it. Um, it it's is, definitely an interesting concept it's hilarious it's so the judge on the fucking show because like the judge on great British baking show there's a couple and they've rotated through and they're all like very cheery and happy and just like ooh, what do you have today like I can't wait to try this or oh is this dude's so good it's very positive it's the, there's no negativity in the show at all it's all positive but at the end of the day they are critical though they can be like hey man like this need to be cooked a little a uh, little better it's a little crispy on the edges and they can be critical but not really negative on the judge on this bit, pottery show is literally crying. He's like, "This is the most beautiful bowl that I've ever seen anyone made." I just it reminds me of my childhood, and he's crying at yeah. like every fucking design. And I'm just like, "Bro, you love pottery a little too fucking much." Like yeah. so it, he's he's
1: like the the complete opposite
0: of like a Gordon Ramsay or Simon Cowell. Yeah, he he finds perfection and it brings him to tears that yeah. he found it. <laughs> it's just it's a crazy show. I definitely would uh would advise watching an episode and you'll yeah. you'll get like the gist of what I'm saying on the on the format. Um but yeah, it's called like Greatest Pottery Battle or something. Nice. Some g- bullshit name. Like it's just a real generic name. Um but yeah, no, we um Netflix putting out yeah, we don't need any more of this fucking No bullshit shows give me more action-packed shows like this this is what the people want yeah um paramount though have you watched the halo series not yet have not uh it's weird because all i hear about is you see master chief's face like you just i I guess because it's a show you need to give some personality and like like human um depth yeah some personification to a man in uh, in a suit of armor. You have to take his helmet off to know, ah, he is human. He's just like me. Um but like I don't know, it seemed kinda of weird just to have Master Chief without a helmet on.
1: It does it's not Master Chief anymore. No, he now just, it's a person. He's just care. John. He's just I, John one one seven. I don't I don't want to see a fucking person.
0: There he is, I want John one. He is the Master Chief. I don't want to see Master Chief, Master Chiefing on the show either. He's just over there smoking a blunt. Master Chief, we have to go fight the Covenant. Um, but Ma- Master Chief Keefe, <laughs> Master Chief Keefe, there you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but uh, I do, I want to watch Severance so bad though. Like it looks so cool. Yeah. Um, have you seen the trailers, or do you know the premise of the show?
1: I've seen, I think, a trailer.
0: Okay. So do you know the premise of the show?
1: Sort of. So, and I need a refresher.
0: Okay, <laughs> So the premise of the show seems so like perfect for someone like me who like work and like my personal life are two completely fucking different things for the yeah. most part. Like I don't ever take work home with me. Like, yeah. Work stays at work. And my personal life stays at home. Um, severance, you basically agree that they're going to sever your brain in a way so that when you're at work, your your work brain is active and everything happens and when you hit get into the elevator, you just wake up the next day and you're at work doing your work. Yeah. But when you get into the elevator, that's when the personal side of your brain activates and you live out your personal life until you get back in the elevator the next day and then your personal life starts all over again. That's all you remember. Yeah. That just seems so crazy of a, of a concept uh, to just live your life either on the work or the personal side because both seem like they would destroy me, like, kill me mentally. 100%. Yeah, because, like, people always think, oh, I would love to just relax and, like, never have to think about the work aspect. But, like, no, that'll just destroy you when you're always on that personal side. Mm-hmm. Like, you're dealing with all the there's, stuff at home.
1: There's got to be that work-life balance Yeah, in your life. Because then, you know, you have something to complain about when you get home, right? Because you <laughs> had a shitty fucking day at work. You, yeah. can't, you can never do that if it's just... You're on the couch all day. Like that's all that half of the brain knows. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the couch watching TV. Went to the bar. Then I was on the couch watching TV, and then went to the bar. And then I was on the couch. <laughs> like if that's all yeah, you. know. Yeah, that's
0: all you know. You can't ever escape it either. Sometimes, yeah. like going to work, is actually kind of nice because you get to get away from some people. Yeah. Um, give yourself some space, and like you can't do that if you're only on the personal side. Whereas on the opposite, on the work side, you're lonely. You know you. You probably have artifacts that remind that tell you you do have a family, a wife and kids, and you don't know them because you don't exist on that half of the life. That side must be so fucking lonely depressing. Like, I wouldn't want to know if I had a family. I would just want to be like, I work and that's it. That's my purpose in life.
1: That would suck for me. You have a little more interaction with people at work than I do. I'm usually just in a trailer for eight hours by myself. That shit get fucking real lonely. Oh,
0: 100%, man. No, I, I feel that. That half of me would want to kill themselves for sure. <laughs> it does, but like...
1: <laughs> and it just, you know... It's exponentially higher when it's just that.
0: Um, What's it called? Because uh, I'm, I'm someone who, as you know, I like to... Most days, I just lock myself in my room and I'm here working on stuff or on the computer or this or that or sleeping. And... Uh, like normally I'm like oh dude when I'm at work I would love to just be on a job by myself no one bothers me the eight hours go by and I go home yeah um but I've had a couple of those days the past few days and oh my god is it fucking lonely I want to stop and talk to every person I come by like wait wait, wait please come back come back please yeah. talk to me talk to me I haven't I haven't had human interaction today <laughs> um and that's why like sometimes when y'all come when when Riley and Brock come home um and I haven't talked to anyone all day it's like Please please talk to me. Talk yeah. to me. What's going on? Hi. And y'all can usually tell like when I'm like active out of my room, uh, I'm having one of those days. Yeah. Those days suck. I hate those days.
1: Yeah. I had one today where, you know, we were all just you know separated around the city. No one was close to each other. So our supervisor came by for like two seconds to pick something up to take it to someone else. And I was like, wait, you don't want to stay and talk for a little bit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. So you have the type of job where like, because you get a chance to listen to music Uh, or you're on the phone with someone you just have a phone buddy Uh, we have some guys at work uh, at my work who I don't know how but like so we start at five in the morning and we get off at one I do not know how they're on the phone all eight hours of the day yeah who are you talking to between 5 a.m. all the way to 1 p.m. even if it's multiple people who the fuck's up at 5 a.m. with you talking to you on the phone like I don't know man like it just seems weird no I know I mean if you look
1: at my call logs or my text like it's just all day at work. We're calling each other, texting each other because it's fucking boring. So <laughs> sending TikToks or whatever. Like we just have to talk to someone.
0: I can tell when you're really bored because I'll get a bunch of TikToks from you yeah. all in just a, a span of time. Yeah. Uh, or you'll go through and and um, watch mine and then like like twenty of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, no no yeah human interaction is important I thought I always felt like I could do this on my own thing but like no human interaction is important yeah I would definitely
1: I hate that it is because I hate
0: people oh no people suck yeah but you, you have to talk to people sometimes and that's why like people like us we have to you have to find your people who get you and like I used to I used to explain it this way is that like or this is a classic example I guess of the introvert extrovert thing an introvert when they interact and do things socially their their battery drains essentially their social yeah. energy drains, and when it gets down low enough, they need to go home and just be in their own space and recharge um, I used to be like thinking about that battery like that, but I realized like no you need that social energy like oh, yeah. you you get just like that you know enough, you pull energy from both sources. Uh, You really, uh, most people really do sit in the middle. They're not true introverts, not true extroverts. Um, But it is crazy when you meet someone on the like super, super extremes of the polls. Like the introvert, like the the true like introverts that you never really see are the people who are like you're always nearby, but you've never ever seen like a neighbor. Where it's like, okay, I've been out at many times of the day and I've never once seen this motherfucker leave their house. I'm like, Are they just they just stay there forever? Like I had to have heard them leave or see them leave, and you never see them.
1: You no know, they probably work from home at their little desk. And they just stay in their room all day and <laughs> DoorDash food or whatever.
0: Or those people who are constantly asking to go out, and you know, no matter if you say yes or no, they're still going to be out anyway. Yeah. Um, those people also, I'm just like, how did you? How have you been doing this for like three years straight? I don't get how they have the energy dude like yeah.
1: I'll, I'll go I go out you know a good amount but like usually I mean even recently I've it's been like 1030 I'm like I gotta go home like I can't can't just keep doing this every fucking day I don't get how people do it
0: no man it's uh oh man like also too I think financially too the money like <laughs> it's uh you're man it'll eat away at your cash oh yeah just even if you get a couple drinks here and there you go out two three times a week like it, it adds up over time yeah um but, uh, oh man, oh, I want to get into some music stuff, I haven't got a chance to talk about uh, some of the music I've been listening to, Um, let's see here, so the main one is definitely the Harry Styles album, Uh, and that's where I'll start, and then I've got one other album to talk about, Uh, so the Harry Styles album, uh, if you're not familiar with Harry Styles, he is uh, one of the members of One Direction, the e-boy band, Uh, and uh, in my opinion, he's, he's He's my favorite, and I think the most talented of all five of the members because all five have gone into solo careers. Yeah, uh, I believe he's the most successful, and he's he's also, definitely my favorite. Also a good actor, very good. And I can't wait to see the new movie he's going to be in with Florence Pugh. Um, the one where they're in that like uh, it looks like they're they're in the 40s or 50s kind of vibe um, timeline wise, but they're. They're kind of isolated from the world. They yeah. just go to work and come home, and they live in this isolated community. That movie looks super interesting. Um, and Harry will be the main character in that one. Um, so Harry, uh, so uh, Harry Styles' new album, Harry's House. It's his third studio album from Harry. Um, and uh, overall, I would say I really liked it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, there's only one single off of it, off of it, which is uh, "As It Was." Uh, which I believe I played for you. It's been on the playlist for, for quite a few weeks now. It is just wonderfully happy and positive. Um, um, It's just such a good song. Like I think it's, it's Harry at probably his best. Like it's so good. I, it definitely top two, top three songs he's ever put out. Um, It is that good of a song. Uh, Music for a sushi restaurant. Super, super lit. Very, very good song. Uh, Late night talking. Very good. Grape juice. solid. Uh, Daylight's okay Little Freak's okay Matilda's really good And after Matilda The rest of the album The last like Six songs or so um, Nothing stood out It, it was kind of just like Okay um, The first half of the album Definitely stacked uh, Music for a C-Shirt Restaurant I'm gonna add that to the playlist uh, Really really good track I really like that one a lot um, Overall it, it was just a really good album uh, Will he win a Grammy for this one Probably not uh will he get some like people's choice awards possibly Eh, maybe um probably i think this this is the type of album that he may get like a grammy for performance for as it was um but um overall really solid album i I think you should definitely check it out i've heard a lot i mean
1: i've had a lot of people tell me that i need to listen to it see a lot about it but yeah i just keep uh I don't know, I'll, I'll try to listen to something, and then my mind will go elsewhere, and then I'll just have to go to whatever the fuck it, my mind is pulling me towards. So
0: I'll do that. Um, I was just talking about today, or talking about it. I was, I was just thinking about today. Um, there is an artist that, whenever his songs pop up in any other DJ's mix, I immediately go, "I should listen to this artist." And that artist is Josephal which I've talked a lot about. Way back earlier in, uh, like, episode 20, in the 20s or whatever, I talked a lot about Jusoffelstein. Yes. Um. And every time I hear is one of his songs pop in me, I go, I'm going to go listen to Jusoffelstein instead. I stop what I'm doing. Even though I, that may have been a mix I specifically chose, uh, I'll immediately just ditch it yeah. and go listen to Hop Ship. So I totally understand you there. Um, so the other album I listened to this week was, uh, the new album from Flume, who, uh, he's, uh, headlining at ACL this year. Uh, so I was really, uh, looking forward to this album. His previous album was, uh, the, uh, Hi, This Is Flume mixtape, uh, which, oh, I fucking love that. I can, I can listen to that on repeat, which I did leading up to this album. I, uh, listened to that, that album on repeat. It's so short, so good. Jam packed was such a depth. Uh, in sound design and production, uh, this album it's it's more of his traditional album, so you're not gonna see too much of the crazy weird side of Flume. Um, but there's still some bangers on here. Uh, Highest Building, super super good. Uh, I like Escape. That one's uh, produced with Quiet Bison. He's uh, an up and coming producer. Uh, Sirens with Caroline Polachek is super super good. Uh, Go. And then I really like Palaces, uh, which is the title track. Um, overall, it was really good. I don't know. I don't think I would recommend this whole album to you. Yeah. But I would definitely give you a couple of uh, a couple of track. Probably the the song with uh, Caroline Polachek. Um, that one's got good vocals on it, so I would definitely probably recommend that one. But overall, probably not your cup of tea. No. That's something I would I would say pass if you're. If you're also if you're a listener who's not really into the more electronic, less melodic stuff, more of sound design and and there, there's still like some melodic stuff and some cool singing and vocals, but like it does lean more obscure, not as uh pop EDM as yeah. Flume has been in the past. But overall a really good album.
1: I think uh last time I looked at the Billboard charts um I believe One, two, and three in order were Harry Styles, Zach Bryan, and then Flume. The hot new releases
0: or whatever. And if only we could have got Harry Styles at ACL. Yeah. Uh, But he is playing like seven dates in Austin, like in that same time span. Yeah. Which uh, your boy got tickets for. Had, to, had to see had to see Harry yeah see him uh, on a Wednesday though <laughs> it's
1: such a weird day I never I, I never understand why artists do stuff on fucking weekdays well I mean I I I get it because you know there's you, know, you have to work out your date you dates
0: there's other people playing there too it's it's just weird but like I totally like yeah I totally get it like some artists get fucking thrown on Tuesdays and Wednesdays yeah. and it sucks uh, Thursdays acceptable mondays yeah. never fucking what are accepted. you doing yeah. no. like i get a sunday with a pot if it's like the monday's a holiday right yeah. after like I have, uh the mark in san marcos they have they have a handful of shows will pop up on sundays but it's usually because oh july 4th is the day after yeah like which is happening this year uh there's a show on a sunday and a couple other like memorial day and stuff i get it that's fine to have a show on a sunday but a monday come on no Maroon Five was playing in Austin on a Monday, and I w- I really wanted to go, but I was like a Monday, like I, I just that just doesn't work.
1: No, you, I mean it's you gonna take a fucking Tuesday off of work because you were out late at fucking Maroon Five or whatever. No, <laughs>
0: it's not. I mean, your boss, you're probably gonna get fired on the spot for that one, not yeah. for missing, but because it was Maroon Five.
1: I mean, I'm, uh, calling it on a Monday is one thing, right? It's a fucking Monday, everyone gets it, but a Tuesday,
0: no. <laughs> get your shit together yeah <laughs> tuesday <laughs> um but um. Uh, yeah no yeah, um oh man i completely lost my train of thought there um but yeah harry he is gonna be there for like a residency type deal so he's there for like seven shows so those dates are gonna are gonna hit weekdays that are awkward yeah but like i told my mom because she was asking me she's like oh should i get tickets for the wednesday the thursday or the sunday Uh, the Friday and Saturdays there are shows, but, um, we're out of town. Um, and so I told it, get Wednesday with who the fuck going to go to a show on a Wednesday. Yeah. And so of course easily got tickets and, you know, got decent seats or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to go. So that'll have that concert that Wednesday night. So I'll just come home from work, shower up, go to the concert in Austin. Uh, and then I'll fly out from Austin the next day, uh, go to Chicago (laughs) uh spend thursday in chicago friday we've got a concert we're gonna go see new order and i'll be back i think sunday so, you're uh, gonna be
1: in chicago for that whole time
0: yeah for that whole time
1: yeah, yeah. you can see our, our chicago buddies
0: oh yeah for sure i know <laughs> i gotta go hit up our chicago listeners yeah yo listen to chicago uh meet up we'll yeah. talk about it as we get closer um but um and then so i have that weekend a crazy weekend um ACLs the next weekend, weekend one, and the following weekend is weekend two. So uh, very, very busy, but as you know, my work schedule, that's perfect. Alternating perfect, weekends yeah. up. So we're looking good.
1: Yeah, know I got so I just kind of realized I have next three weekends, I have a concert. Zach Bryan this week and Willie Nelson. I can't keep forgetting that. Uh, Glass Animals on the
0: 5th. Yo, I'm uh, so excited for oh, Glass Animals. It's oh, going
1: to be fucking fantastic. Uh, and then we're going to see Flatland Cavalry on the
0: 11th. Oh, dude, that's right.
1: Yeah. And his wife, so they announced the openers for him. Uh, the main opener is his wife, which is awesome, Caitlin Butts. She's fantastic. And then I'm trying to get something uh, July 4th that we have to talk about. Trying to figure
0: something out. There's uh, a... I was going to say July 3rd, I'm going to a dubstep concert. The tickets are like $7. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, you. Well, it sucks. Cause I have to go into work just for like a little bit on the fourth. It sucks. It's like I don't know. That's the one thing I hate about my job is like getting up early. It's like it's like, but you only had to come in for two hours. I'm like, yeah, but, yeah, but I got five up to at, seven. <laughs> yeah, I yeah exactly. <laughs> I got up at three thirty in the morning yeah. and drove across town to work for two hours. You're telling me it was worth it? Yeah. No, fuck off um that's why i'm like when i come in on the weekends now i'm just like we're making it last i'm yeah. getting my money getting my fucking money swear it's smart. smart um but um yeah no, that's a possibility but that is that's what i'm probably going to do that july 4th weekend is the third uh that it's at the mark um which i don't want to derail from your talk but i do have a concert i went to recently i'd like to talk about you did yeah I, so uh just recently i went to go see with uh, me and uh, me and my best friend we uh went to the mark to see rl grime uh someone i've talked a lot about on the show he is uh basically like the father of trap he's just like a trap god like he is the reason why edm trap got pushed into the mainstream uh back in like 2012 to 2015 um and uh super, super happy. Montel 2099, 2099 was opening for him. He was absolutely phenomenal. Like, I'd been listening to a ton of his music leading up to it, and he played every song I wanted to hear, even songs I didn't even remember or think about and went, oh, my God, I'm so happy he played this. Yeah. His visuals were stunning, massive video board up there and oh it was not only was it like a big visual board but like it was a crisp video board like you could tell like whoa like this is amazing fucking detail in the graphics they added that day of and i was so excited i literally was screaming at work when i saw it they added bauer to the lineup and bauer if you don't know he's the dude who made harlem shake you know where they had the fucking meme in 2012 where they do the harlem shake and um what a throwback i know and like it it was uh so he's been making a ton of music since then but that was like how he got introduced to the world was through harlem shake um and he's another one of those that like he's right there like the right like a right hand man with rl grime in terms of like the trap genre and so i was like dude he's gonna play a trap like i think i got my hopes up really fucking high in such a short amount of time for this Cause I had already just been listening to Bauer that week just because I was like, Oh, do I want some old school trap shit from like 2012? And I was fucking with some mixes that he had and I was like, dude, this is lit. And then they announced him, So that's why I was so excited. So I thought I hyped it up a little too much. I said, man, it'd be so cool if he does a throwback trap set. He just only plays shit from like 2012 to 2015. Throw some old school bangers in there, yeah. like his heyday kind of shit. Um, I did not get anywhere close to that. He came out uh, and I didn't, I didn't realize he was growing his hair out. He has like this really long curly hair. And I was like, that's not Bauer. That's, that's someone else. It's yeah. like the sound guy setting up or something. And he was like, Hey, what's up? I'm Bauer. And I was like, that's Bauer. Like, cause he's always had like RL Grimes haircut, short, where the hat, a very clean, um, uh, look. And uh, I've never... He had, he's completely unrecognizable. Yeah. So he comes out here and he starts playing some tracks. And I'm like, okay, he's starting off slow. You know, getting the vibes going. I get that. Awesome. And then he plays some more house music and house music and some more house music. And then he played Harlem Pick for 30 seconds. So I was happy about that. He played one drop and that was it. And then he went back to some more house music and he played one other popular song from, the de- from back in the day at the end and that was it. And he fucking just like... Oh, I was so disappointed. It literally, I was like, I told, uh, I told my buddy, I was like, I'm so sorry. I did not, I did not expect that at all. Like, yeah. he played like none of his own music at all, and it was just like it's disappointing. It's like imagine going to like a Metallica concert and then they just play, fucking play covers all night. Yeah, it's like you know, some people, uh, some DJs argued that they hate it when people go. How come you only played your own music? How come you didn't play those other popular songs that DJs play? And, our, and DJs, rightfully so, get mad because it's like, whoa, you paid a ticket to see me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play my music. I know he was at his last minute, but the vibe that Montel 299 had, the vibe that R.L. Grime has, is the vibe that is Bauer at his core. I I don't think it was wrong to expect him to play some trap music, yeah. even if it was modern or different or new. I did not expect a house set, which was kind of really disappointing.
1: I think the only band I would want to go see only play covers is probably Weezer, the greatest cover (laughs) band of all time. I think that's the only case where I'd be like, I'd be okay with them only playing covers. (laughs) I mean, it's...
0: What a callback on that one. We're throwing it all the way back to like, (laughs) episode two, baby. (laughs) Uh, Go check out that episode. We talk about uh, just how much we we big Weezer fans over here. Huge Weezer fans. Massive Weezer fans. Go check it out. Go go check out some of the early episodes. Like again, I've never heard a band cover the way that Weezer does. Oh, dude, they they're it.
1: They're the cover band. The cover band. I mean, I I I might hire them as like a wedding band. You know, I think they'd be great for that. You know, I'm sure they I'm sure they could play shout. You know, I think. I think he, I think they could do some Isley Brothers. And
0: dude, the great thing about them too is that they're never busy, so no. their prices are cheap. They're just like, oh, you want to show up? Like, yeah, dude, we'll do it for. Can we just get a plate of food? Yeah, I mean, It'll be like, we <laughs> like, like, an open d- bar? Like, is that? Dude, for sure, man. Yeah, well, that yeah. sounds great to me. Yeah, I mean, what what the fuck
1: are they doing? I don't. They don't. I don't <laughs> think they tour anymore. But, uh, man, <laughs>
0: um, but so. Sorry to rant so much about how bad the whole Bauer thing was, but it was it was just, it literally, like, I don't know. I felt it in my heart. I was like, I waited fucking, I waited 10 years to see this fucker. I mean, that's
1: understandable, right? Yeah. yeah. I have some disappointment there. I think that's where I'm lucky I, I'm more of a country fan because it's kind of hard for, you know, at least the bands that I like. You know, they're very true to their sound they don't really change it up that much. And when they do, it's just small little fucking changes. So it's hard for me to be disappointed when I go see them, even if they don't sound great. Usually the vibes are great.
0: No, that's always bothered me about live performances that I, I don't think can, we can accurately convey to someone, um, until you experience it yourself. When you hear a band, you really like, especially indie bands, uh, when you hear them live, yeah. that a lot of times they don't sound like how they do, recorded yeah um because you know if they use certain effects or certain this or that um there's certain things they just can't do like they only you know they can't replicate uh with live instruments yeah um but um yes yeah, so I, I totally feel that it does kind of suck with like you're like trying to sing along where i'm like these notes feel a little yeah. off or it just doesn't sound right like where's the auto tune at yeah um but uh yeah, the power thing was shitty but you know we moved on Finally, R.L. Grime comes out uh, crazy. So a little behind the scenes here. He's playing three shows in Texas. He's not on tour. He, I think, just has his residency in Vegas. He's not exactly working on new music like I'm sure he is, but he hasn't publicly announced like working on an album or anything. Um, He's playing these three Texas shows. He's from California. He doesn't really ever come to Texas. I'm not sure why he's here. I don't know why he's here and I thought well maybe he's testing out a new show production that there if if it does well he will then be like oh, I'm gonna think a tour and yeah. you know he's got all the production ready he knows what he's gonna do but he didn't do anything too experimental he didn't play new music he didn't do anything crazy with the visuals like they were good they're cool visuals uh, I still think Montel Twenty Nine Nines nines were better um but um yeah, he also was, was first time I've seen him with a beard too. He was very like uh, not like clean cut like he normally is. Um, but he played all the hits, and that's all you can ask for. He played all the bangers, played maybe one or two new songs. Nothing stood out to me where I was like, I don't think I've heard this before. Yeah, um, but he literally uh, just did an R. O. Grime show. He played all the hits, couple of the big remixes. Uh, didn't really play anything new or on the radio or popular. He just kind of. It was an R.L. Grimes show, and uh I'm very happy, very thankful oh, to yeah. get to see him again. Glad you had a good time. It was lit. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> there was, um, I, I do have a little bit of a funny story for that one. So, so I went with my buddy, and, um, you know, we smoked. We smoked beforehand, drove over to the concert, and we were like, hey, let's take some edibles. He was like, okay, so we brought some edibles with us. So we each take one gummy each, and it was 10 milligrams. So we're like, this will be perfect for me. Like, I don't want to push it and do 20 or whatever. Um, I want to remember and enjoy the concert. Um, and so I took the one, he's like, well, I'm going to take an extra one with me. Do you want me to take one with me in my pocket in case you change your mind? Like, no, don't even want to even think about it. Yeah. Just, I'm good. So, uh, we get in there and he's, it's been about an hour or so and I'm just like, feel, I'm feeling just very like, I'm in a good mood. I'm just in a good mood and I'm here feel great. Um and I asked him I was like, "Hey dude, are you doing good?" He's like, "I'm doing great. Doing fantastic." I think I'm going to take the other edible. I said, "Okay, that's great. Are you good like have you felt the effects of the first one like are you okay taking another one?" He's like, "No, nope, I'm good. I'll take another one." Great. Awesome. He was like, "Do you want to share it?" And I was like, "Well, I I get yeah, like maybe." And uh he <laughs> We were trying to figure out how the fuck do you split the gummy? And so I was like maybe we could tear it apart and then that didn't work and we're like why don't you just take a bite of it and i'll take a bite of it and we'll yeah. just call it and it was like all right that works i guess and like that's how which is sounds creepy and weird but there's an even worse one um there was one time uh i went to a concert with uh, another one of my very very close friends and she was like hey i have some edibles for us and wow that's awesome thank you for bringing these you're like well i just have the one and i was like okay that's fine we can split it He's like well it's a hard candy like a Jolly Rancher <laughs> so I was like so what do you want to do and she was like well I'll take it for a little bit and then I'll give it to you and you take it for a little bit and we'll just pass it back and forth <laughs> until it's finished and I was like this is a terrible idea but eh fuck it sure <laughs> so damn it, all <laughs> on the on the first pass back I was like I'm good Yeah, you just hold on to that yeah. I was like it's not worth it <laughs> um and and yeah and and I I will tell you I was sober when I made these decisions too. Yeah. I did not get high from making these decisions either. Um but yeah, I do stupid stuff no matter what. Yeah,
1: I think we all do. We're well, just a friend group that does stupid shit, you know.
0: It oh, keeps it fun, keeps life fun. It keeps it exciting. We're going to find out uh, this summer who's going to die in the river. I dude, I got banged the fuck up last time. I better not be fucking me again. I'm. I, I think the smart
1: bet would be on me. Uh, I think just the amount that I drank last time. I went to the the river. You were out for like me. two
0: hours, weren't you? Yeah. It
1: was, <laughs> we, it was. I mean, what? We woke up at like ten. Drove to the river. Whoa, I, you're shipping some stuff here woke up at like 10, I think I had a a beer at the house before we left, (coughs) went to Walmart, bought a bunch of shit, uh, had some roadies, you know, went to the river, uh, had way too much on the river, and then it was like five, and we were like, oh, we got a concert in a couple hours, you know, crashed in the fucking car on the way there,
0: Uh, fuck, I had more at the concert. (laughs) The, the amount that we drank was just astronomical. Cause like we had like a 24 pack of Coors I think I had in my hand yeah and we just, oh no, we threw it all into my cooler and we were just drinking on the bus ride to like the drop off point to get into the river. yeah We were just pounding beers in there. We got to a point where we we're like, dude, we're like running out of beer. Like we yeah. don't have enough to make it the rest of the trip.
1: And that's where we made friends.
0: <laughs> we did. We, we did. O'Reilly talked to a girl. That was crazy. yeah
1: It was Which never I,
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so man, I'm now I want to go back and listen to the episode when we actually talked about this the first time. Yeah, I don't even think we went that in detail with what we did that week. probably did. not. We probably just like that was crazy, ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, not explaining to the audience at all what happened. No,
1: it was, I think, God knows, it was there he was our DD. I think we definitely needed a
0: DD. Oh man, oh dude, yeah, we goddamn because like that was one of those where like I. Don't want to get that drunk again, like that. I was, I was really bad.
1: Yeah, no, and it's, I mean, I will again, but it's always one of those that you look back on. You're like, why the fuck did I drink that much? Like there was no reason to. I was fine after ten. I didn't need to push it to twenty. <laughs> like,
0: uh, I um, I was just listening to another podcast. It's uh two of the main creators of Rooster Teeth. They had a, pod- they have a podcast together. Just visiting different coffee shops in Austin, writing the coffee, but really it's about just visiting some of their favorite places in Austin because uh, they've lived there for over 25 years now. Yeah. And so they just talking about their history and cool stories as they go from place to place. And literally, it's, they have, they can just visit a place and go, oh, I remember that door. Remember that time when you push so-and-so into that and then they threw up on that door? Yeah. And literally the most random little thing, there's so many stories. And uh, one of the guys, Gus, was talking about the time that he learned how to shotgun a beer uh, they had gone to the river, and uh, he had shotgunned. So he'd, I think he said he shotgunned a twelve pack, and he had finished like half a bottle of Jack, and he passed out. And all he remembers about floating was he was asleep, and then he was underwater, and <laughs> then he was awake. <laughs> And his friends had to take care of him, and he was like, "Yeah, like I think I actually got alcohol poisoning. Probably should have went to the hospital. Yeah, but uh, they just uh, gave me food and then th- and made sure I got home. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, I yeah, I don't want to get to that that point. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it anymore, man. I I hate throwing up.
1: I like, do too. But then like, cause there's always you just feel so much better after you do, and then you're like, let's fucking party again. That's the best. It's that that rally part, right? The puking sucks, but the rally is great. There's nothing like a rally. Dude,
0: I, I do feel you, man. That's the one thing I feel like with, like, weed is that once you, like, fall asleep, like, it's done. You have to start over on the high. Like, you don't yeah. just wake up and be like, oh, I'm still high. I'm like, no, bullshit. You're not fucking high. You're just waking up still. Yeah. Whereas, like, that, like, if you, you know, for weed, if you go too far, you're just going to fall asleep. Yeah for alcohol, you go too far, your stomach goes, uh, no, we gotta get rid of this. You throw up. Yeah. Y'all can just like, hey, let's just keep drinking. You're still fucked up. Uh, for us, it's just like, ah, fuck, the day's gone and I'm not high anymore. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, then it's the nice thing. It's a rally. We doesn't have a rally.
1: No.
0: Unless you're a psycho, like when we're on vacation and like we have access to like edibles and stuff on like a regular basis, we just go to the dispensary. Uh, me and the other people, I, I won't name them. Uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, we would just wake up and just take an edible and be like, eh, that'll hit us when it needs to hit us." Yeah. Um, and then we would go smoke or whatever. And a bit, it's kind of savage. Like we should probably like not live our life that way. Like this yeah. is vacation for a reason. Only on vacation type of deal. Have you ever woken up and uh, shotgunned a beer?
1: Not shotgun, but I've definitely woke you know on vacation or something at the beach. You know you. Pass out at five a.m., wake up at eight, start drinking. That's so you're still drunk, right? Not as much because you slept for a couple hours. You're still a little drunk, and then you just pound a beer, and you're like, oh, "I'm back to where I was last night." Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man, no. The, the only time I've like started my day off with a beer was at my dad's fiftieth uh, birthday. Is uh, we, it was the day before the party. I came into town early, and I was just gonna drink with him and his buddy, his college buddy. And, uh, we, we did a little bit of bar hopping in the daytime and then we settled on a bar for pretty much the evening. And, uh, <clears throat> that was the first time I'd ever like really gotten drunk before. Oh man, I was fucked. Like my yeah. dad was just like, you gotta try this beer, you gotta try this drink, try this, whatever. And I was just drinking. And I was like, Psh, this alcohol thing is fucking dumb. Like I don't see why people get it until I was like, I, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And that was when I was like, I got up and went, Ooh. Hey, how come how come everything's like moving around and yeah. stuff? It's like I'm on, it's like I'm on a boat. And I was like, that's weird. I, w- I wonder what that's about. And I was like, ah, eh, that's whatever. It's probably just you know something wrong. I start walking. I'm wobbling as I'm going through, like clearly fucking drunk as shit. And I like it. Finally, hit me like, oh shit, you're drunk. Yeah. It always happens in the bathroom when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like. You can do this, motherfucker. Yep. You can do this. Like you're not gonna let your dad down. You're not gonna fucking go out there and be like, Dad, I'm too drunk. I gotta go to bed. Uh we stayed out way too fucking long. I don't remember going to bed or getting home. Uh I just remember waking up and I was like, Where the fuck is everybody? And um then I was like, Oh, they're at the pool. So I like went down to the pool, just I wasn't gonna get in, so I just had like my what I was wearing last night on. And uh, my dad was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, dude, I'm fucked up, man. That sucked. Yeah. And he was like, here's another beer. This, yeah. is, how you, uh, this is how you fucking cure your hangover. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think yeah. I've only had one of those nights where it was my
1: 21st. Don't remember how I got back to the hotel, but I did. And I think was, you know, we were walking on 6th Street in Austin. You know, got back to the hotel, woke up the next morning, 30 minutes before we are supposed to leave. And then me and my buddy just drove back in silence from Austin, just Jesus. trying to remember what the fuck happened last night. Jesus. Yeah. It was a fun time.
0: You know, the, you know, people always say, you know, those are the nights you're going to remember. Well, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. The, the stuff I
1: do remember, it was a fucking hell of a night. Great night. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the parts that I don't remember that my brother has on video. Dude,
0: uh, I would hate to, like, so, like, I, I literally, like, like knock on what has never happened. Uh, I would hate to be roofied because I would just hate knowing that like yeah, I was sitting at the table and uh I took a bite of my food and next thing I know I'm here. Yeah. And literally you have no recollection of like there's just a period of your life that just bump gone. That would scare the fucking shit out of me. Oh yeah. Um, at least with alcohol you can
1: kind of piece together the night
0: Yeah, you know where your mistakes happen Because yeah. you looked at your phone and went Why do I have so many outgoing calls yeah. and, Who the fuck sent these text messages yeah. um, <laughs> uh, it's, Dude, have you ever had it happen where like You're like, oh fuck I, I'm i pretty sure I messaged or called someone I shouldn't have 100% But have you ever done it where you forgot Because it's on an app that you don't check regularly enough Or you just didn't notice Yes so he just goes time and time and time until, like, finally you go, Oh, fuck. Yeah. I sent that person I a week ago. And, yeah. Oh, fuck. I wonder what I sent them. And, like, you trying to piece it together. Oh, yeah, no. That shit sucks. Yeah, man. Fuck. I don't want to go back to drinking. I don't know. I'll I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, drink in social settings. A drink. There you go. Yeah. Drinking, drinking. Uh, weed, Weed's lit. Weed's pretty lit. Yeah. It's well, all right. Pretty hungry, though. Yeah, pretty, uh, that's
1: the that's the big thing that I don't like about it is I eat more. I already eat a good amount, but I don't need to eat more when I'm fucking
0: high. I I think it's just discipline. Yeah, like when I like when I got here, I really wanted to like I was like oh man, I was like let's not eat anything, whatever. Let's just wait. We'll have dinner later. That's the smart thing to do. That's the discipline. Like just don't eat anything. Don't spoil your dinner. Um, of course, what did I get here? Got chicken nuggets. Yeah, because I was like, do I got to eat something? Chicken nuggets were delicious. So uh so that's the one downside about weed is uh yeah the, if if you have trouble with eating or you don't have a good relationship with food yeah weed's probably not your best friend so, but uh dude do you have anything else you want to add we're kind of here at time uh i don't know if we missed anything or if there's anything else you want to talk about today
1: only thing i want to add so noah khan just finally announced that he's releasing his first single his upcoming project Nice. Uh, it's a very highly anticipated song from his fans called Stick Season. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Hopefully in the next week or
0: two it'll come out. Do us live. That's awesome. I can't wait. Um, trying to think about anything last minute I wanted to talk about. Uh, we talk about concert, we're talking about music, uh, TV. Oh, TV show. There's one TV show we talk about real quick. Um, t- tomorrow, Disney Plus, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Um, are you excited? Very I cannot wait. I hopefully get off early tomorrow. Um, and, uh, I'm gonna go home and I can't wait to watch, I don't know if it's one or two episodes or how many episodes. Uh, but I'm very excited.
1: Yeah. Gotta, gotta support my boy, Ewan McGregor.
0: Dude. Yeah. He, oh, so lit. Phenomenal, phenomenal actor. Um, but all right, so that's going to wrap it up for us guys. Uh, this has been episode number 46 of Riffs on Tap. Uh, if you like what you heard, um, and you would like to listen to more, uh, you can definitely check out some of our older episodes. Like I said, this is our one-year anniversary. We have a lot of cool episodes. Uh, We referenced a lot of the early days and stuff and kind of all that. But if you want to hear those stories for when they happened and stuff, definitely we have a huge catalog of episodes for y'all to check out. Um, If you like what you heard and you want to share it with a friend, that does us, a ton actually, it really does help us out, and we thank y'all so much when you do uh, share our podcast with other people. It does mean a lot to us and it helps us out a lot. Um, if you like some of the music stuff we talked about, we have a playlist on Spotify and on Apple Music where you can check out a lot of stuff we're listening to. I know we talked about and put the Zach Ryan stuff on there, some more Harry stuff on there, Flume, um, and just kind of yeah. So if you can follow along to some of the stuff that we're listening to the link for that you can find at our website, which is riffsontap.com. There you can find the links for our playlist of music. You can also find, uh, all where you can find all of our episodes. And so you can listen to any of the older episodes you may have missed in the past. But once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 46 of riffs on tap. I've been your host, Alejandro joined by my boy Riley. Thank you all so much. And we will see you next week. Bye Bye.